Good evening, y'all. Welcome to uh, No Cross Ministries Homeless at Large podcast. It's the Roy Trout uh, broadcasting today. And, uh, today I just want to talk about a few things and get a couple things off my chest that I've noticed. You know, I remember back in the day, we, uh, the homeless community was uh, kind of accepted and you know, there was actually compassion out there for them. Nowadays, there's just none left. And it seems like there's a, with the new attitude towards the homeless, there's a new uh, breed of homelessness that just doesn't care. And uh, I don't know where it all came from. I don't know how it all got there. I don't understand it. You know, back in the day, people used to be homeless and they, they had some respect about themselves. They were respectable. They uh, took care of themselves. You know, they were down in the ditch. They weren't sleazy about it and stealing from stores and and uh, making fools out of themselves and making everybody look bad. I never understood that. When did it change? You know, uh, there's a fine line between being poor and being sleazy. You know, it's one thing to be poor it's another thing to be sleazy. You know, I, I never understood that. How How is people going to walk around where they live and, and steal from their neighbor? Like, uh, I remember back when I first became homeless, that was one of the biggest things. Don't shit in your own backyard. You know? In other words, you don't shit where you sleep. You always go somewhere else to do your shitting. You know, if you're going to do dirt, don't do it in your own yard. Take it away from your house. That way it doesn't draw attention to your house. People nowadays don't understand that. They just don't understand it. It's like there ain't no common sense left. And this COVID thing and, and, and the, the, the... I think there's a, a lack of communication. One of the biggest things that I've noticed is that there's a big misunderstanding of why or how people became homeless. The media has put out this projection that all homeless people are drug addicts or lazy or criminals or something. And so cities have become complacent in taking money from HUD and starting new services instead of building housing. But if you look out there on the streets, most of those homeless people are already involved in services. And unfortunately, the services can't help them because there's no housing available. Why is there no housing? Because they're starting too many damn services and not building enough housing. They say, well, they always do damage and this, that, and the other. Well, build a brick house and they can't damage a damn thing. If the walls are made of brick, what are they going to do to them? Throw trash on the floor, nothing a little scoop shovel won't pick up. Little mop, broom, dustpan. But nah, they'd rather build services. Well, if they're going to build services, why not have, at least hire homeless people? Right. Give them a damn job. But no, they would rather, rather some college idiot who went out and did a term paper for six weeks on the streets. But no real experience on the streets. You know what that college idiot did? He went to city council talking about homeless problem. Now look what happened. For years I bitched about that term homeless problem. Because I remember when it was a drug problem. Look what they did to marijuana. Drug problem. Then they started the coalition against marijuana. And then they started... The war on drugs. And then it was an all-out assault on anybody that did any kind of drugs. Including the ones that doctors started on drugs. And unfortunately, doctors started handing out drugs like candy. It didn't matter what you did. All you had to do was walk in and say, my pain level is a 10. You were walking out with a prescription. Percocet, take three of these, call me in a month, I'll give you some more. Oh yeah, and your insurance will cover it for free. 
And next thing you know, you're in prison because you're addicted to opiates. Welcome to real life. Is America truly free? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I don't believe there's anything resembling the Constitution in this country. I believe it was all hypocrisy, and I'll say it every damn every time I want to. I don't give a shit. I don't know. I sure. It would be sure nice if, if we could get this country to turn around again and start looking at the homeless as people again. Everybody's trying to dehumanize the homeless people, make them less than human. Hell, they treat. Everybody likes mushrooms, right? Yeah, they treat abandoned homeless animals better than they treat the human beings. And the sad part about that is. Some of those humans out there are veterans who fought for this country. I just don't get it. And then they sit there and they antagonize people. So I was on Facebook the other day and some lady was antagonizing me about a post I did. And she said, well, something about you being lazy and this, that, and the other. And she kept saying, you, you, you. Then she would infer that, oh, I wasn't talking about you. Don't take it so personal. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, you're saying you. So when you tell me it's you, you're inferring me. You should say homeless people if you're not talking about me. But she was talking about me, telling me she was. How the hell does that work? And it's funny, these service providers around here do the same damn thing. They'd stop, they'd stop all contact with me. They'd stop answering their phones. I'd do everything they asked me to do. Then all of a sudden, they wouldn't answer the phone. I leave message after me. You know, after three, four months, five months, six months of leaving messages, you finally get tired and you just stop. Oh, hell, they're not going to answer. Well, then when you finally get a hold of someone and make a scene about it, then they call you, oh, it's your fault. You lost touch. Really? Really? So you're going to use you not answering your phone to blame me. For you not keeping your promises. Did you stop calling you? They just stopped calling me. They stopped returning my calls. They stopped answering my calls. They stopped everything. They wouldn't do nothing. They'd run me around the city. They'd have me take care of this, take care of that. Go get your ID. Go get this. Go get that. And when I got it, it'd be six months before I heard from them again. The next time I'd hear from them, I was on the phone with city council. That's why they called me back. Because I called city council. Then they call me back, oh, why you get all upset, blah, 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 blah. Well, why didn't you return my calls? It would have been easy to return my calls. I'll tell you why they didn't return my calls. Because they had no intention of doing what they said they were going to do in the first place. Because they wanted me to enter services. That way they could apply for more grants, get more money from the federal government to do nothing. And that's about the point of it. They get money to do nothing. Again, you go back to 2019 and 2020, the number went up by 60%. The number of homeless people on the streets went up by 60% from 2019 to 2020. But in 2019, this government got $74 million from the federal government for the homeless. I sure would like to know what they did with it all. When the numbers rose, the homeless population grew. Sixty <coughs> percent it grew. So what they do with all that money? Seventy-four million dollars. You know, and then but yet they call the homeless problem, right? It's the homeless problem. I don't think I'm a problem. Well, yeah, I am. That's why they don't like me. I'm a problem because I speak out. I speak my mind and I speak the way I see it. And usually it's the truth. So they hate that. You know, politicians can't never stand the truth. Tell them the truth and they'll freak out. I'm going to go back a few years. I remember this guy named David Crosby. Now, David Crosby, I've known David Crosby since 2001. 
when I entered the streets of Tucson. David Crosby was a good old boy. You know, David Crosby had a, a heart attack and they put him in Salvation Army. This lady named, uh, what was her name? Michelle Reen. Put him in the Salvation Army because he was supposed to go into housing or something. So Salvation Army is this private enterprise and they took his nitroglycerin. So, wait a minute. Nitroglycerin is a, is a medicine that as far as I know, I was I was in jail and they let people keep their nitroglycerin on them. Any kind of medicine like that, they let them keep on them. So even the jail that people keep their nitroglycerin on it, why did uh, Salvation Army have a right to take that man's life-saving medication? That don't make sense. That don't make sense. They basically murdered David Crosby. And yet... Nobody held them accountable for that. But if somebody on the street took his nitroglycerin, they could get charged with murder if he died. But yeah, Salvation Army didn't get charged with murder. They should have. Because even the doctors will tell you they're supposed to have that on their person. Why did David Crosby die of a heart attack in the middle of the night? Because he didn't have his nitroglycerin on person. That's why. That's why. Saddest thing I ever saw. But you know what even sadder than that is? I was sitting in a city council meeting a short time later. I think it was around Christmas time of that year. And it's and they, they were sitting around talking about everything they'd done and giving themselves a round of applause. And so I heard the Salvation Army coordinator there. I said, you know, hey, do you remember a guy named David Crosby? He said he's having trouble with his front brake. I ain't no, man. Shot's closed, dog. <laughs> well, I mentioned it, and um, I said, well, he's the man that they killed taking the nitro. And it, I, they, they sat there and kind of in awe for a second. And then they went back to laughing and cutting up like it didn't mean nothing to them. And I sat there for a second, and I grew so offended. They were just sitting there laughing and cutting up like it didn't mean nothing. I said, yeah, it's real nice to know that a man's life means nothing. That you're laughing and cutting up about his death. Glad to fucking hear that. I just got up and walked out. After I said what I had to say, but, you know, hey. Yeah, man. Yeah, he said he had cash, but... Yeah, Sickest thought I ever gone. heard. Sickest thing I ever heard. People are nuts. Here's the funny thing. Has anybody called Ward 5 to find out uh, what they're doing with all that money they just got from the 48 million they just got from the federal government? I sure would like to know because I've been calling Ward 5 for a couple weeks since I found out about it. And they still haven't returned my call to tell me what they're doing with it. Amazing, right? They don't want to answer me. I'll tell you why they don't want to answer me. Because they have no accountability. They never have. And now that somebody's stepping up and giving them some accountability, <coughs> they don't know how to answer. And all I asked was, what are you doing with it? They have no answer. They don't know. But KOLD says that they were going to do something for the homeless. Well, how is it they don't know what they're going to do with it if it's for the homeless? Why not build some affordable housing? Low income housing. And you know what? It would be amazing what would happen if you just build one complex of low income housing. You'd be surprised at how many homeless people you can house with a hundred apartment complex that uh, is low income housing. Uh oh. That's a hundred homeless people off the streets. And you know, you don't build all the low income right in one area. You spread it out. Spread it out. Put one on one side of town, one on the other. And you, you actually look at the people's needs. The ones that need to ride to the store. Arrange for transportation. Some of them can't walk. Hell, give them a ride. The ones with mental illnesses that have to have PEs. 
instead of giving them money to go party on, why don't you send a representative to deliver their supplies every week with a $5 allowance? They're no longer doing drugs. If it's such a problem. But nah, you got this place like Cope up here. They just hand people $99 while they're living on the street. This is government money now. They're handing people $99 a week. $100 a week out of their checks. And these people are homeless. Um, living on a based on needs program. Sitting on the streets partying. Well, why don't they have low income housing for them? I'll tell you why. Because they started a new service. That's why. But everybody blames the homeless. Everybody blames the impoverished. The houseless. All the haves blame the have-nots. Sick. It's hypocrisy. You know, the greatest thing I ever read was this article here recently. Um, Tucson police aren't going to start be responding to homeless trespass anymore. Because they're understaffed and uh, underpaid. Great. That means it's time to go set up a camp. Maybe a protest. And this ain't just homeless rights. It's human rights. I don't care where you're at who you are, you have a human right to have shelter from the elements. Whether it's a tent, a house, whatever. It's a human right. It's covered in life and liberty. Liberty is lifestyle of choice. Life is while you live your life as you see it. Pursuit of happiness. That's not if somebody else sees happiness. I don't have to slave for a government that doesn't give a shit about me to have freedom. I'm a human being. I'm born free. I'll be free till I die. This lady told me I had to work to be free and pay taxes. No, I don't. I'm free now. I'm free now. I'm free now. And ain't nothing nobody can do about it. I don't give a shit about the government. All these taxpayers think they can push people around and shit. They can't. They only push people around because people let them. It's just amazing how the government has changed people's views on the have-nots. They've single-handedly eliminated God from every aspect of life and changed it to a hateful, regretful, sinful nature of hate. wonder why. I'll tell you why. It's called power. They think they have a conceived illusion of power that really doesn't exist. There is no power. Nobody has dominion over nothing except themselves. Each and every person has to answer for their own deeds at the end of the day. And when the maker comes along and decides it's your time, you're going to answer for only you. What did you do? What did you do? Not what did Joe Paul down the street do. Not what did Tom do or Dick do. It's what did you do yourself. Not what did... Why did you do it because of him? No, you didn't do it because of him. You did it because you chose to. Did you love one another as I told you to? Well, John, I couldn't love him because he... No, that don't work. They don't work. He didn't say love one another conditionally. He said do it unconditionally. No condition. Too much condition. You know... That was my problem living on the streets. Everybody put conditions behind the help they offered. Well, I'll help you, but you gotta do this, you gotta do that. There's always that little butt in there. 
always a but. Whenever you hear but, you know that a politician's lying to you. It's bullshit. It's funny how people say, well, I did this and I did that. But then you say, well, come join me. Let's see you do it. And it's always a no. Why? It's always a no. Most of them couldn't last a minute. Most of them couldn't last a minute. Well, y'all, I, I ran out of thoughts and ideas. Um, we'll be along soon. Uh, I'm, I'm looking to... I don't know, as soon as I have some real transportation, we'll be doing some more activities out there for the homeless. Get some things going again, and uh, have a good night, y'all. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the show. Um, this is the Homeless at Large podcast, uh, sponsored by um, Anchor. Um, Anchor is a great app. You download it in your phone. They help you start a podcast on your own. They teach you how to work your system and, and make your own podcast. They help you get sponsors and you get paid for it. It's all free. Check out Anchor. Download it from the Play Store today. Um, so in this, uh, this episode, we've been talking about conditioning of your mind. And the difference between the condition of being in condition to do something or the condition of property. Today we talked about the conditioning of the mind as in the way the government uses media to condition our mind to make us believe what they want us to believe. Like, look at all this Black Lives Matter garbage that they're putting all over the news. The media programs our mind to believe a certain narrative, and then they get you to believing it so that, oh, poor black people, they were slaves. But, you know, the fact is, it was white people that freed them. It was white people that freed the slaves. They allowed themselves to be suppressed for what the What the Democrats do is that they use this condition, they use this TV commercial ads and whatever else to brainwash us. They condition our military soldiers to kill. They take them in, they break down their minds, their self-respect, their pride, they take away everything around them, and they reprogram and be program killers, hitmen for the government. Conditioning of the mind. Very it's by what you tell your subconscious mind, that's what you begin to believe. The fact is, you can condition your own mind to do whatever you want to do. You know, what a man tells himself day to day sets up his natural life. You can tell yourself I'm an addict all day long, and as long as you keep telling yourself you're an addict, you're always going to be addicted. Have a great day. As long as you say you need to get high, you're going to need to get high. As long as you continue to beat yourself up, and tell yourself you're not worth it. You'll always be an addict, and no matter what, you'll always lose. What you, Guess what you what? program in you've your mind, lost. it will stay there. Guess what? You've lost as yep. long as you continue to tell yourself. Once you things. program your mind, it stays there, and you have to reprogram it out. And that's a tough thing to do because you got to reverse that subconscious thought that you put in there. Exactly. The you got to reverse it. Mind is it's a powerful thing to waste. A powerful thing, and once you train your mind to something as telling yourself you're not worth it, telling yourself you'll never be successful, telling yourself that you will always be in prison. Guess what? That's you what just sent be. yourself to prison. So you know, here's, so today I want to introduce my friend Lomi. He's been around me for quite a while, at least 17 years. I don't want to use his natural name because he, he does prefer to remain anonymous. But um, we'll call him Lomi today and uh, he's here. He's kind of um, been around me a while, so Lonely, welcome to the show. Well, hey, uh, hey Lonely, uh, hello out there. Thank you, Roy, for having me on your little yeah, program. Yeah, so right um, Lonely, you've known me to be homeless. You've known me to be in and out or whatever, and you've been homeless yourself. And it's, you know, it's a struggle. So, you know, here's the deal. You know, I don't agree with people who are, are going to be in jail all the time. I don't agree with the government pr- prosecuting addicts. Let's get that straight right now. I don't agree with police arresting addicts. What they're doing is they're blaming the addict for something that they created with their system of big pharma. Okay? They hand you things with known deadly addictive substances and say, don't get addicted or don't kill yourself with it. Yeah. That's what exactly what they want you to do. They, they, it's called population control number right, one. Right, right. There you what go. Do you think, what do you think HIV, 
Corona, fucking hepatitis C, all these things are population control through the government. Believe it or not, the Illuminati is very real. And here's the deal, so you know what the Tucson police do about the homeless people and how they treat them. What are some of your experiences living on the streets, as in with Tucson police and how they discriminate against the homeless? <coughs> I'm going to be honest with you, there is, just like with any CO while I was in prison, just like with any natural group, there's always going to be someone within that group that truly does want to help because they have a good heart. Now, with that being said, 90 some odd percent, majority of the police officers truly don't give a fuck and they laugh at you for being homeless and going through the struggles that you are going through. And then make it harder on you, yeah? Yes, they're they're more willing to laugh at you and set you up so that you go back to prison than they are to actually step up, do their fucking job, and help you get some services. Have you ever had these services come to you and tell you you're nothing but a drug addict, you're nothing but a criminal or a thief? Isn't that sad? Yes. And see, these are the program, the very programs that are supposed to help uplift you, build you, and make you want to go get a job and better yourself. And instead of doing that, they do what? They tear you down with you're an addict, you're they, they, this, you're that. All that negative. That. You're a statistic. Is all they're saying basically. You yeah, know, you know. And here's the deal. It's easier to it's easier to tell a man what what's wrong with him when you're looking at the other guy. Oh yeah. It's easier to tell yourself what. It's harder to tell yourself what's wrong with you. Harder to tell yourself what's wrong with you. And even harder to start to even realize that you truly do have issues. You know, and that's the thing, you know, that, and that, that's what I went through for a lot of years. Lonely, you know, I asked for help for a lot of years. And everybody just wanted to point their finger. You're an addict. You're this, yeah, you're they're, that. They're quick to tell you what you need to work on, but nobody's there. To but here's the deal. Who really knows my needs besides me? Okay. What I need is a affordable place. I have income. Well, do they care if I'm mentally ill or not? Well, do they care if I'm a drug addict? As long as I mind my own business and don't fuck shit up inside the apartment, what do they care? Right? 100% right. Okay. The fact is, I was prescribed Ritalin as a kid. I don't know if you've ever been prescribed a yeah. deadliest substance that you got addicted to, and I don't care. I'm a very open book. I'll tell you, I, I, I've been an addict to meth for a long time. I've smoked meth. I've done it. I've slammed it. I've done a lot of ways. Um... And I'm not afraid to admit it. It's public record. What the fuck can I hide about it? Exactly. That's what I do. Exactly. That's who I am. What? And you know what? The fact is, though, I don't blame myself. And I'm not going to be prosecuted for an addiction that Big Pharma prescribed me as a kid. Exactly. They introduced me to a deadly addictive substance that they knew was addictive. But yet, they allowed people to get it. And then now, who's being blamed? The addict. The addict's the one that loses everything because they go to prison and lose their rights. They get felony charges. They lose their rights automatically. They lose their rights. They, fucking, a, they get out of prison. They don't even have a pair of boxers. Right. And then you go to a heroin. How do they treat heroin addiction? Lonely, what do they treat it with? Another opiate, correct? Another fucking opiate. Another opiate. So they're, all they're doing is literally making sure that for the rest of your life, you're dependent. You are dependent upon the state of Arizona. You are dependent upon the government of the and United States of America. And Big Pharma. Because guess what? You are now either on Suboxone, Subitex, or guess what? Methadone. And guess what? Then when you, they run out of methadone for you or all those drugs, where do you go back to? Right to the heroin. Right to the heroin you know dealer. What? True story though. Listen real quick. I can tell you, yes, you can go right back to the heroin dealer as soon as you're done, yada, yada. But what about those people that they get their food stamps or whatever, and all they buy themselves is a fucking soda and a candy bar, and then go call their fucking heroin dealer and give them their fucking card. But then, the only thing that does frustrate me while I'm talking shit right now, because sell your food stamps if you want. I understand, I've been there. But at the end of the day, at, that, at the end of that night, when you sell your fucking food stamp card, and you're bitching and crying that you're hungry to my old lady that you're hungry well no I'm not digging that guess what so, you better go steal something or fucking hustle you up some money to eat so soldier you know here's the thing you know and that's the thing they're, they're, they, but it comes back to what you said in the beginning and it, it was a real important point that I want to bring back up is there's good and bad in every crowd 
There are those of us out there that don't sell our food stamps for nothing. We use them for food. That's what they're supposed to be used for. We use them to eat. So, you know, I don't know, like in the past few years, I've, I've come across a lot of change. I've changed a lot. My mind's changed. I've become a different person, really, because I remember there was a day where you know as well as I do, I wouldn't help the next motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I'd tell him to get the fuck away from me. Fuck out of You know, I didn't have no sympathy, pity, nothing. Yeah. But, you know, today, something stepped into me, and I, I believe it's God. You can call it whatever you want. I call him God. And I learned that, that, that I'm nothing any more than anybody else. I have no room to ridicule or criticize anybody for anything wrong they do because I do wrong myself. At the end of the day, I drive my own ship. I take responsibility for my own actions. I can't take responsibility for nobody else's actions. I can't make them take responsibility for their actions either. I have control only me. But the fact is, the government uses our TVs, our our radio shows. They condition your mind with all this talk of what they're doing or what they're saying. They want you to believe this theory that they're putting out there that these soldiers go to die when really all these soldiers are are reconditioned hitmen for the government. They're doing the government's dirty work. Then they make the American people believe at first that, oh yeah, they're fighting for our freedom over in Iraq. But then they tell you, look how many kids they killed. They're baby killers. And next thing you know, when the soldiers come back, you're spitting on them and calling them baby killers. It's backwards. It's backwards. Look, that's the conditioning of the mind. They put that in your head. Oh, they killed so many babies over there. What a shame. Everybody frowned down on the uh, soldiers when they come back. Yeah, right. That's what's fucked up. You want to frown down on, on the guys that have, made this they, that are now got PTSD for the rest of their life. Watch their best friend or their buddy get blown up. All the above for what? So that you can scratch your fat ass and lay on the fucking couch and watch TV and all day. And have what you call rights. And have what you call freedom. But yet, you're willing to sit here at the arrival of these soldiers and fucking bash them. How dare you? How dare you? But you're an American, right? It's your right to be able to go bash that man. But guess what? That man was just fighting for your right to be able to bash him. Right. So and here's the thing, if you want to bash somebody, instead of bashing that soldier who was trained to do what he did by a government that didn't give a shit about him, bash maybe you ought to go himself. bash the government. Bash yourself. Now here's the deal, I don't believe in the Constitution. I don't think it exists. I don't believe it. You don't have any rights unless you can afford an attorney, and that's the way I believe, period. There is no rights. No, yeah, you don't have no rights on it. Nothing's equal. There's this thing called money, if you got right. If you got money to afford an attorney, you get you get equal rights. If you don't can't afford an attorney, like like him and I, Lonely and I, you're screwed. You're screwed. You're a target. If you don't go along with society and their view of things, you're a target. The system is meant for you to fail. It's rigged. It's rigged. It's so rigged. I don't know how many times I can bring people to talk on this show. To say the same thing I'm saying, to see the same thing I'm seeing. Lonely, are you aware that last year in November, shortly after being chased out of their camps late at night by the police, 13 homeless people were jumped and savagely beaten in the middle of the road? No, are you aware not. of that? No, no, no. Not in January, there's two women. They were chased out of their camps and savagely raped and beaten a short time later in the middle of the street while the police went the other way. Because they're homeless. Because they're homeless. It's harassment. It's segregation. And the news, all they put out there is the homeless are nothing but criminals, drug addicts, and thieves looking to steal your information. Well, that's wrong. Yeah, there is some that are. There are some out there that are bad people. There are some rich people that are criminals. Hell, look at Nancy Pelosi. That bitch is a criminal. Hillary Clinton, she's a criminal. She's been stealing from the American working man since day one. Oh, look at fucking Bill Cosby, goddammit. Look at Bill Cosby. But the homeless people are the ones that have targets on their backs. Just because it's easier to blame and say, oh, look, he doesn't have money, he's running around stealing stuff. That's the problem with the... With and the, the government, the government uses these news stations to condition your mind to believe that's what they are, 
So now nobody wants to help him. Nobody wants to do nothing for him. Everybody wants to target him. Oh, you're a criminal. I'm going to fuck you up because I think you're going to steal from me. Or you're going to rape my children, whatever. But most of these people out here are really good people. They're just scared to death. Yeah, trust me. Look at me. I don't go anywhere without getting fucking ridiculed or judged. You got to speak up a little bit. I said, trust me, I know I don't go anywhere without being ridiculed or judged. Right. As soon as I walk in the store, the first thing you hear is security scan all aisles. Mm -hmm. See, there you go. So not only does the government discriminate us, not only does the police discriminate on us, but it's okay for the people to discriminate too. Can't even walk into a store without being accused of being shoplifted. And I'm buying, I'm literally spending any, I got $13,000 right now walking to a store and I can't fucking go into Circle K and buy a goddamn soda without fucking being accused and stared at like I'm fucking gonna do a Cause he right. looks homeless or looks like a whatever oh, look, you label got, him he's as. He's got tattoos and he sags his pants. Oh, he's definitely gonna rob us. Yeah. Or he's homeless. He looks homeless. He's gonna rob us. See, that's the problem with society. They've been conditioned to believe this stuff through media. Through shit they heard from someone else. It's all... And now it's in their subconscious mind, so they make it happen too. Y'all are fools. You're falling for a lie. Open your fucking eyes, please. That's right, open your eyes. The fact is, the government has taken compassion out of the American heart. It's disgusting. Ladies and gentlemen, this is supposed to be America, land of the free. Because it, of the brave. It says, give us your, give us your hungry, your broken, your weak. We will take them all. But don't give us your murderers. But Lord knows, the moment you get them over here, and they start fighting, working, don't get it fucked up. I'm all for it. If you're going to come to my country, don't talk shit about it and say how good your country is. But at the same time, if we're all about immigrants and migrants in our country, quit being fucking piece of shit and tearing each other down. That's right. You're tearing down. You're tearing down the mig the immigrants. You're tearing down the fucking homeless. the homeless. You're tearing down the addicts. What the fuck, man? Who who are we here? Who to, made us ultimate judge? Are we here to build America and to be here for our fellow Americans and to tear them down and and make America what the fuck it was meant to be? Or are we here to ridicule, to judge? to tear apart, to dismantle, and to fucking hate each other. What, what's really going on? Now, Lonely, you've always known me to be a man that gets what he wants. If I want something, I get it. And you've always known me to be a man that fucking fights hard for what he gets. And so, I've been working on this thing where I'm going to try to bring a piece of land from the city, and I'm going to give people liberty, lifestyle of choice. And the fact is, I'm going to help the people who don't want to be there. Because I'm going to bring attention to them and I'm going to get them housing without the ridicule. Hence why I started No Cross Ministries. No Cross means no judgment. See, our churches have been deceived. They're deceiving people by the millions. Because Jesus, everything I heard Jesus talk about was life. Eternal life. Giving life. 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 Breath of life. Life. Jesus talked about life. Why is there a symbol of death in a cross? Because that's what happened there death hanging in our churches a, a house of life I'll tell you why because the same came to steal kill and destroy boy he's done a good job of it America's been deceived people have been deceived by a cross a symbol of death the ancient Romans used it to torture fucking people until they die I'll tell you what since the beginning of time and it will forever be that please Keep this, take this and mark it in your mind. Religion is the ultimate thing behind all the wars. Look behind it, period. Look, look, look. Actually, look. You have the Muslims that are coming over here fucking blowing shit up, whatever, so that they can have their 12 virgins and all that bullshit when they die. You got fucking the Chinese sending over the goddamn coronavirus. The Poppy. Catholics fucking promoting hate with population control. There you go. Catholics fondling all the little boys. Here's what's worse. Here's what's worse. Every one of these religions focused on the same God, the same Jesus, yet they do the direct opposite of what the same God, the same Jesus tells them to do. The direct opposite. Jesus, everything I read in the Bible about Jesus, he said love one another. Yeah. He said follow me. He didn't say follow a fucking cross. 
That's not what he said. He didn't say, look at my cross and remember my death. He said, look at my life. Follow me. How do you follow a dead man on a cross? I have no fucking right thing. to the fucking grave, right? Yeah, I've been trying to figure that one out. The cross is judgment. That's why half of America has decided to point their finger at the next guy. Judging him. You're a drug addict. You're a thief. No, you're judging. You're judging me based on what you hear and that's wrong. That's fucking wrong. It's disgusting. But that's the conditioning of your mind by the government telling you these things. When do you break it? How do you break it? Well, it's simple. You got to remember everything the government says is a fucking lie because it's a political belief. It's for political and power motive. They want power. They want money. Control. They don't give a shit about you. You're a slave. When you stop working, fuck you. This disability thing all day, everybody brags about. Look how long it, most senior citizens work hard all their lives to own a home, but yet by the time they get their disability, they've done lost their fucking home. Why? Taxation without representation. It's called property tax. You own the property. It's your property, but yet you're still paying tax. Isn't that what the Boston Tea Party was over? Yeah. Isn't that why the Boston Tea Party happened? Same concept. But see, you've been conditioned to believe that's money that helps fix the roads. Well, drive the fucking roads and tell me how many roads they fix with that money. That's real. The only roads they fix is the road leading up to their fucking million dollar mansion because they fucking lied to you and took your money without your representation. Without your permission. But it's okay, right? As long as it's Uncle Sam doing it, it's okay. Well, let me tell you something. That's why you don't got rights. You ain't got no freedom unless you work and you can afford an attorney to fucking stand up for him. Otherwise, you ain't got shit. People wonder why I say that. Well, now you know why. And I'm bringing forth plenty of fucking testimony to it. Plenty of it. Plenty of it. I'll bring them every day. I don't give a shit. I got plenty of people. And they're starting to talk more and more and more and more. They're starting to realize that I'm not here trying to get them busted. I'm not here trying to get them in jail. I'm here trying to take back the rights that we deserve. That our forefathers fought and died for. But yet we still don't fucking have them. It's a tyranny. It's oppression. And this country, whether you like it or not, was built on an act of genocide. Because of the way the government conditions our minds to believe that this is going on and this needs to happen. We got to go over there and kill the Iraqis because they're oppressing their people. Well, what about the people here that they are oppressing? When is somebody going to finally hold them accountable like they hold everyone else accountable? What about, I mean, like, like, all right, they sit there, Black Lives Matter, all that. I understand there's a big thing going on. Do you know, statistically, on some real shit, do you know, look at the numbers, there are more whites and uh, uh, Mexicans. Mexicans killed by police officers every freaking day. day than there are blacks. Statistically and proportionally, there are more homeless people targeted by police than any other race in this world. And you know what's sad? They're all people. What it's not, what they're not telling you is, it's not about race. It's not targeting by race. It's targeting by rich or poor. They're targeting the lower class people. They're targeting by bank accounts. They're targeting by what you have in your bank. It has nothing to do with race. It just so happens that that poor guy was black. It just so happens that poor guy was white or Mexican. Doesn't matter. They're targeting you by your class. Are you rich? Are you poor? Are you working? Are you paying your taxes to Uncle Sam so he can rob you every day? Sit there in that nice office and do nothing? Or are you just a fucking um, terrorist, a domestic terrorist living on the streets? No compassion. No compassion whatsoever. And they have everybody in the world convinced, conditioned to believe the narrative that all homeless people are bad. And it's just the homeless people. They're the homeless problem. Well, whatever happened to the government problem? When do we start resolving that one? There's a homeless problem. 
the homeless problems here because the government got everybody on fucking drugs for population control. That's right, the FDA. Hey, don't blame me because the FDA had me on Ritalin for 20 years as a child, for 15 years as a child until I stopped taking it. Don't blame me. I didn't make the ephedrine allow in our country. I didn't allow it to be used as medicine in Ritalin. And I'm damn sure not the one that made the meth. I'm just the one, I'm the victim of methamphetamine. You want to talk about the victim? Well, here's the real victim. You get courts every day playing victim because they're playing the plaintiff role in a drug case. So they play the victim. They're telling me they're the victim of my addiction. How does that work? I'm the one that lost motherfucking everything. Lonely, you were around when I had my crotch rocket, right? Mm -hmm. I had a crotch rocket, a job. I was working fairly. I lost everything because of an addiction. And the government played the fucking victim. But yet, they're the ones that started my addiction. I lost wife, kids, house, cars, everything. I'm now a divorce, no kids, homeless, fucked off drug addict. So now, who's really the victim? Who suffered the loss? The victim is the one who was perpetuated into the addiction. Doctors handed out Percocet like candy. Look how many addicts of heroin we have now. Those are the victims. They lost everything. Some of them even lost their lives. When is the government and the FDA going to be charged with murder for that one? Because I know if I deal heroin, I get charged, and somebody dies, I get charged with murder. When is the government going to be charged with murder for Percocet? When is the federal government and the FDA going to be charged with murder for Percocet? They created an epidemic of heroin. And they're not going to get charged because nobody has the balls to step up and hold them accountable. And it's not about having the balls. It's about having the open eyes. You're conditioned to believe that, oh, they just say that as an excuse. No, that's not an excuse. That's real. The FDA brought that shit here. No, that is real. That's fucking real. The FDA. The government. Real shit. Because... The fact is, they didn't have to use fucking, they didn't have to use uh, um, opium to fucking cure pain. They got CBD, that's a natural plant. All you gotta do is extract the shit. It's a painkiller, that's what it does. And it's not addictive. But yet they'd rather use that opium because it makes more money. Because you know why? I'll tell you why. Because they get paid to make the addiction. They get they paid, paid to... Lock you up for the treatment, lock you up for the addiction, then they get paid to treat it. And they treat it with the same motherfucking substance that you're addicted to in the first place to keep you in the addiction and lock you up again so they get paid more money. A vicious cycle. Never ending cycle. A never ending cycle of money and greed and power. But yet the American people believe it's the drug addict's fault. No, fuck you, it wasn't my fault. There was a deadly addictive substance introduced into my body that they knew I would get addicted to. Oh, how's that work? That's a good ass, uh, what's it called? Government fault. And you all say the government cares? What government? They've conditioned your mind to believe that the actual victim is the uh, culprit in drug addiction. Oh, it was their choice. The homeless people are bad people. Bad. Bad people. Uh, how dare you get addicted. But who's really the bad people? How dare the you government, the drugs. media, the FDA, the FBI, the cops. No, none of them are bad people. They are human. I don't have a right to judge them. But the fact is they are spreading lies. I have a right to tell the truth. I have a right to tell the truth. I will speak it. I will speak up. You're not going to come out here telling me that I'm responsible for them introducing addictive, deadly substances to my body that they knew I would get addicted to. I'm not responsible. How could you be? Because I'm no longer in my right mind because they have conditioned my mind to believe that I need this deadly addictive substance. Ass backwards. See the person I've become? It's been a while since you've seen me, huh? I'm a different person, haven't I? Yes, sir. 
I, I learned my rights. I learned my shit. I learned to watch. I was quiet for a long time because I was watching everybody. I was learning from it all. Most deadliest man is that quiet, observant. Now, now, I have the face of a lion, the heart of a lion, but the body of a mouse. I'm a mouse. I'm a mouse. I put on a lion's face to draw away the predators from the mouse. I'm a nobody. I'm so shit. I'm scared on the inside because, and because I'm so sick and fucking tired of Press being. I'm so sick and tired of being a nobody. So sick and tired of being that fucking statistic. So guess what, Thing guys? Is being pointed at me. Guess what, guys? I'm breaking the mold. We are gonna break it. So lonely decided to join the ministry. Um, welcome to the ministry, by the way. Um, and the ministry is no cross ministries. It's based on no cross, no judgment. Because that's what the cross was. It was the judgment of sin. I don't carry a cross. I don't look at a cross. It makes me sick. It was a way of torture. I follow Christ. Christ lived a certain life. And he, those steps he took in his life are exactly the steps I'm taking. I want to follow him. Because he leads the promised land, not, not no cross. Not no cross. Christ leads me to the promised land, and that's where I want to be. I don't have no judgment. I'm not going to call you a drug addict or mentally ill. I don't believe that God made anybody with any chemical imbalance because he made all of us in his spitting image. That means that God had a temporary, sometimes, every now and then, reoccurring mental deficiency because he made so many mental illnesses. Bullshit. God was perfect in every way. And he created us in his own image. Therefore, I don't believe in developmental illness. I believe that is the pathway to addiction. They get you on these deadly addictive substances so they can continue the chain and use you as a tool for their power and money. And these substances are worse than all this other shit. This is man-made Starts off, addiction always starts off artificially by the government it's amazing how that works and they condition you to believe that they're trying to help you it's amazing how population control is a bitch that's that con that's that conditioning coming back what they tell you every day is what you start to believe they put it in your conscious mind so your subconscious mind starts to believe it and it makes it true because you start to believe it it's your choice you can believe the hype or you can believe the real. But I'm not the one sitting in an office telling you to wear a mask. I'm the one telling you to go out and build a fucking immune system. Stop killing all these germs. And fucking let your body do its thing. Stay away from that goddamn vaccine. Yeah, stay away from vaccines. Those are artificial. Who knows what addiction is going to come up because of them. Those are man-made fucking... Oh my God. I believe God over a man. Ain't no vaccine going to do a better job on my body than God. I tell you this, if I catch Corona, this man-made population control, whether you believe it or not, and uh, I'm young, I'm healthy. If I can't fight that and live through it, then guess what? It wasn't meant to be because I'm not going to take more of your but bullshit. To you also get dirty. Yeah, but I'm not going to... You gonna, got an immune system. I'm not going to fight this fucking population control disease that you guys have, have uh, unleashed on our population with more of your funky ass diseases right. we're going to fight the people putting it out there don't blame the disease blame the ones put, putting it out and the ones saying they're trying to cure with some phony ass man mean substance that has addictive qualities in it oh you got pain let me give you Percocet with addictive deadly hey. opium in it Oh, you got anxiety? Let me give you fucking Xanax. Let me give you Xanax. That's an opiate. That's a barbiturate. Barbiturate. Addictive. One, one of the few things you can actually die from during it's addictive. withdrawals. It's addictive. Yes, and guess what? It gives you suicidal and homicidal thoughts. You listen to some of these drugs coming out. It's amazing how they do. They put all these drugs out there. Oh, by the way, don't take it if you do this, <clears throat> this, 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 or this. But it's a safe drug. And next thing you know, you see one 800 safe drug 
talking about lawsuits on drugs that failed and started killing people just like opium. When are they going to do that? When are they going to alleviate? When are they going to take this fucking addictive deadly substance off the market? No, instead they'd rather keep it on the market. You know why? It creates more addicts. More addicts. More, more money, money for locking you up for the addiction. More addicts, more money, more fucking, uh, more happy, fat fucking politicians. It's control. If we can't control you, we'll sedate you. It's like Devo, you'd be on that mind control shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to make you laugh, I'm being serious. That's surreal. It's real. Y'all need to listen up. I'm telling y'all the truth. You're being conditioned every day to believe bad things. Bad things. But yet, you believe them in some time, but then other times you don't believe them so much. When Donald Trump was around there, was that fake media thing? Why aren't they fake now talking about the homeless? Fake news. Fake news. Yeah, fake news. Why weren't they fake when they talked about the homeless being criminals and, and thieves and drug addicts? They weren't fake then, but all of a sudden now all these people believe Donald Trump is a patriot. Now it's not fake news, but it's fake news when it comes to Donald Trump. Yeah. How is he any different than a homeless man? Well, he wasn't a patriot when he was in the White House. He wasn't a patriot when he was building his million dollars, his billion dollar business. When he but was you know what? All of his I have to say that the man did more than any president I've ever been alive to see. He, he did a lot. Look, if he would have taken, because he did some good shit, if he would have taken his presidency with the few good things he did and build upon it instead of every time, for every one good thing he did, he smacked us in the face with a hundred fucking dumb things. No, he didn't. I'll tell you why, and I'm going to say something like this. First of all, Donald Trump loves his country, and you know how I know? Nobody said he doesn't love his country. I know he loves I'll country. tell you how I know. Because America first. When he cut taxes, look at the job market that came to this country. 100 million jobs a month came to this country. 75 million jobs a month for three years. And they said they could never bring him back. You'd have to have a magic wand to bring these jobs back. Yeah, he brought them back. Don't give fuck. Look, the back. art of the deal. Donald Trump is a businessman. Business He's a deal maker. He was the ultimate business president. And the fact is, the selection was stolen. Donald Trump look, won. Look, I'm not going to say it was stolen or it wasn't. I don't know. I'm a felon. I can't vote. What I'm going to say is, I don't know what's up with Biden. Really, I, I don't know. All I, all I got to say is, yeah, the presidency does ripple effect eventually get to the small guy, as in me. But, for the most part, I got so much that I have to work on, concentrate, and deal with in my life that, honestly, what happened with Donald Trump and all that shit is irrelevant at the moment. So, brother, I want to tell you right now, you know, I understand whatever. I understand circumstances of life. And I see a lot more than people thought I did. You know, but at one time, you remember, everybody thought I was stupid. Yeah, and look, they know, they found out, and they're finding out, you're actually quite intelligent. People thought I was stupid. Stupid. So quick to fucking throw a label on somebody. And see, but the problem is, the problem is, that means you've already lost. Yes. I put you in that position because I want you to lose by underestimating me. I don't care what you think of me. I love a motherfucker to underestimate Here's the problem. You made yourself easy you to made overcome. A vulnerable fucking because I speak fact, I speak truth, while you speak falsehood. And falsehood never holds true. It never, ever prevails. Because the truth comes back to haunt you. Every time. Every time. Every time. People, open your eyes. To the media propaganda that's conditioning your subconscious mind to believe that a set of human beings are bad people. They're not. These homeless people out here deserve compassion. They're struggling. It's hard. Well be Why do you want to go out and make a harder on them? Exactly. You might as well be pulling a fucking Hitler uh, with the Jews. So let me tell you, No Cross Ministries is bugging the city about a piece of land. I believe that every man has a right to live the way he chooses to live his life. I don't care if you want to be fucking homeless digging in dumpsters. That's your choice. As long as you're not hurting me, taking my property, damaging my property, damaging myself or my family, you can do what the fuck you want. As long as it doesn't affect me, I don't give a shit. Yes, sir. 
I don't give a shit. That's real shit. But when it affects me, I have a problem. If you let your poverty affect my happiness, that's a problem. Yeah. Well, now the government has stepped in and affected my happiness because they pushed me around like I'm a nobody. So now we have well, I, in the name of God, I have a name. I'm somebody. I'm a human being and I deserve equal and fair treatment under the law of the land. If you treat me any different way, you're violating the law of the land. If you kick me out of your store without no proof that I've ever stolen from your store, you're violating the law of the land because the law of the land says I have liberty and that's my lifestyle of choice. If I choose to live in a tent, that's my choice. Yes, sir. And you know what? As far as this land ownership, you don't own shit. No, because you if you don't shit. pay your taxes, you ain't you got that land no more. Now you ain't got nothing. You're just like me. You're one paycheck away. Look at coronavirus. Look how many people have been out on the streets now. Look at all the people out there suffering Look because of corona. Poverty-stricken people now that were a year and a half, two years ago, people looking down upon you from their nose way up high. Now they're homeless. And now they got knocked off their fucking throne and they don't know how to act because they've never been to DES before to file for food stamps and cash assistance. They've never been in a situation before where they don't know where their kid's going to rest their head tonight. They've never been in a position before where they have to beg at a goddamn food fucking at a soup kitchen just to feed their kids. Well, guess what? Reality done hit your motherfucking ass. Now what do you do? Now what? See, and that's where somebody like me comes in. Because, see... You're going to end up coming to me. The one who persecuted me, you're going to come to me for help. Because I've been out there surviving with nothing for a long time. A long fucking time. And I made the best of it. I made the best of it with what I had to do. And persecuted for it at that. And I'm still standing. I'm a primitive survival expert. I've learned to survive with nothing. Not good fortune because I haven't had anybody spread good fortune to me. I've only had them spread ridicule and shame. Yeah, well, when you do that, no, you're bullying. No. You're nothing better than a bully in school. That's a sick motherfucker. Exactly. I don't know about you guys out there in the world, but I wasn't born with a fucking golden spoon in my mouth. I wasn't born with a silver or golden spoon in my mouth. I was born to a crackhead mother in... Uh, had to learn real quick, real young, what addiction is and what it'll do to you. So, Lonely, I, I got to tell you, man, and maybe you don't know this about me, but as a kid, I was bullied in school. I got beat up almost every other day, if not every day. Not when I got home, I got beat again by my stepmom and whoever else she handed a paddle to. I got beat black and blue up and down my backside for getting beat up in school. That's not cool. No. Whether I won, lost, or indifferent, if I came home being bruised, I got beat. And kids were so mean. You know how kids can be. Not only that, but then when I was 14, I got burned. Three months later, my dad died. A week later, my mom dropped me off on the corner of I-10 and Congress and told me I'm nothing but a mistake. My dad is nothing but fucking money. She never loved me. She never cared. She wished she could end the mistake she made having me. Yeah, sound like your mom needed a break, huh? And people wonder why I roam around dirty with low self-esteem. It doesn't matter at the end, bro, and that's why I tell you now, look, listen to whoever's on this podcast. I'm going to tell my boy something right now, and all of you that can relate, jot this down, remember it. I understand everything you've been through, brother, trust me, bro. You know, if anybody knows, I know. Trust me, you know, if anybody can emphasize, it's me. I understand what you've been through, but one thing that got me that, hey, we're going to go ahead because, remember, we're working on me, and so damn well we're working on you at the same yes, time. Yes, sir. Check this out. You say people wonder why you walk around dirty, this, that, and the third. I understand the things you've been through, Roy, but look at the things I've been through as well, Roy. Yes, sir. How do I walk around? Well, but who says clean is always but good? No, 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 no. I'm not saying clean, Roy. I don't give a fuck. I, I know you, and I accept you for you. There you go. I That's don't want. I don't want you to fucking go to the store and get all fresh clothes and come back with. That's fucking, what it's about. It's I don't want that. For the I, I want Roy to be Roy, but I want you to also accept that you are you, and just because of the things you went through, yeah, maybe that's why you are the way you are. But 
you are you you are reaching out to help other people in situations you've been through and are going through you have a good heart you care about the next man who gives a fuck that your hair isn't fucking faded up and you don't have fresh clothes with cologne on fuck that because that's not Roy and I don't know who the fuck that is that's right never been me so don't ever but ever I've always had don't ever life. ever take the situations and the things that you've gone through that have made you the man who you are and try and justify it fuck nope. that no nope. no you are who you are wear that shit proud hold your head as high I have as you can is people that come out and point their finger at me yeah, and you know, it's you, always my fault. That's when you tell them motherfuckers for every point, finger you point at me, you're pointing three back at yourself. That's right. There's three pointing back at you. So when you come out here and you call a homeless man a drug addict, remember, you got three fingers pointing back at you because you're addicted to something. Whether it be candy, coffee, be porno, whatever. porn, whatever. You're addicted to it. If you're uh, overweight, you're addicted to food. The wrong food. You're addicted. Don't put yourself above anyone else because you're not you're conditioned to believe that that person and you have a right to believe you're conditioned to believe that you have a right to ridicule that person because they don't follow the same path as you do and that's wrong that's bullshit that's bullshit just because somebody doesn't walk the same life as you do just because you might have been stronger to overcome something doesn't mean the next guy is. I don't want you to walk the path that I do. I want to be me and I want you to be you and therefore we'll meet in the middle and become fucking friends. That's right. For who the we have fuck commonality we now. Let's look at the commonalities, not the what separates you from me and makes me better than you. Not the what what can make me a cool guy. <laughs> See, and that's our problem. We got all this thing that says I'm better than you because I'm not a drug addict like you are. Well, fuck you. Fuck you. If you're not a drug addict and haven't been through some things, don't talk to me. Walk my shoes. Walk one mile in my shoes before you say anything to me. Because if you don't, and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you come talking some bullshit, I'm going to light it up with truth. I'm going to light it up. And I don't care if it hurts your fucking feelings, because you didn't care that you're degrading me hurt mine. Well, that was some real shit right there. You don't care that degrading me hurts my feelings. Why should I care if you hurt, if I hurt yours by telling you the truth? Oh, yeah, well, truth fucking hurt. hurts, don't yeah. it? Truth fucking hurts. You don't like it? Don't lie. Truth hurts and it made my butthole pucker. Now check this shit out. You don't like it? Don't lie. No, listen, on some real ass shit, I don't know. This, this is my first day on a little podcast. I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. But, uh... You're doing alright, so lonely, you're doing good. I just hope that whoever is listening, if you're listening, I actually... Read between the lines and take what we're telling you and keep it real. Look, I'm 31, about to be 32. I've done 16 years of my life incarcerated. Don't live that route, right? Get so, your shit together, man. I lost a lot. Lost my wife, kids, cars, house, everything. I probably lost more than what you'll achieve in life for some of you guys. Stop you. believing what this media is telling you. Stop believing the narrative. Don't let them condition your mind to believe the way they want you to. Take your own opinion. Sit back and watch. You'll learn more. Trust me. God bless y'all. This is Homeless at Large by No Cross Ministries, sponsored by Anchor. Have a great day, y'all. Thank you, Lonely, for being on the show. Take care.